Welcome to the Hunting for Purpose podcast, the official podcast home for all human design manifestors. I'm your host, Holly Marie, a 4-6 clinic manifester, a certified human design teacher, and a manifester who is following her own creative urge to facilitate a thriving global community of aligned, powerful manifestors. Wherever you are at in your manifester journey, or even if you are here just because you love a manifester and you want to understand them a little bit more, this podcast is the place for you. Stick around for in-depth teaching, for real-life practical tips and understandings of the manifester journey, and how to become aligned and powerful and thriving as a manifester. You are here for global impact. You are here to change the world. The time is now. The journey is yours. This podcast is your home. Oh, hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to the first episode of the Hunting for Purpose podcast for 2023. Yes, we have made it to 2023. And obviously, we have already been in 2023 for a little while now. We are sitting in mid-February, so we've had a good kind of five to six weeks of 2023 to get used to this whole whole year and the energy that it's bringing. But for me, because I'm Australian, Australian, January is, of course, the peak of our summer. And so I really don't create content throughout January. I traditionally don't do much work through January, although this year I I did do a bit more than usual because I felt a desire to do so. Um, But we don't run podcast episodes. I don't create new content. In the past, I've even shut down all content on Instagram and not posted anything new for, you know, five to six weeks at a time. So this is pretty normal for us to wait until we get into February before we publish new episodes of the podcast. And I love doing that. I love doing that because it gives me an opportunity to just break out of the rhythm, break out of that um, consistency really as a manifester and say, "Mm, how am I still feeling about the podcast? What is it that I now want to say? Because there were things that I wanted to say last year that I now no longer want to say anymore. I want to say something different this year. So in light of that, I wanted to inform you before we really dig into the episode for today, I wanted to inform you about what the podcast is going to look like this year as we move forward. So you'll still be having episodes with me, of course. We will still be having our monthly episodes with our incredible co-host, Taylor. I know you guys are loving the episodes with Taylor, so she's still going to be doing one episode a month for us. And our guest episodes this year, we're running these on a, a theme. These are going to be run on a project. What I'm what I'm arranging and booking in and starting to have conversations about, which is very exciting, is I'm gathering a whole bunch of really incredible human design teachers. So people who've been in the human design space for a while, um, they know the system, they live and breathe the system, and We are going to have one guest come in each month and talk to us about how they see manifestors. We're going to get informed by all of these people who really understand this human design language about what they see in us. And the reason that I I wanted to do this is because it's so 
enriching. It is just so nourishing for a manifester to hear about ourselves, to be informed about our impact, about what we're doing, how we're being received by other people. And a lot of us just don't have that capacity in our everyday lives. A a lot of manifestors are not necessarily surrounded by people who know this language, who know human design, who are able to inform us and able to articulate it. So we just have some phenomenal, phenomenal guests coming on, people that you know very, very well. We've got some repeat guests. We've got beautiful Day Luna coming back. Um, I love Day Luna. I know you guys love Day Luna. We've got Erin Claire Jones. Uh, we've got Christina from Glow Glow Juice HD. Um, we've got Becca from HD Undefined. I mean, we just, we have got some cool, cool people. We've got Katie Calder, the human design lady. I mean, ah, like, I'm so excited about it. Can you tell? Can you tell that like my creative urge has come through and I've initiated it and I'm starting to see it come together and yes, it's going to be good. <clears throat> so be prepared. Be prepared for that. I know that you guys are really going to get just so much out of these guest episodes over the course of the year. Now, in the solo episodes, we are going to be talking so so much about relationships this year. And I I touched on this a couple of times in the last couple of episodes in 2022. I really want to want to drive this home and and be clear in my informing here that there is a there is a huge theme of relationships that we are needing to unpack. And on one side of this, this is because I in numerology, and if, if you don't know much about numerology, it's so worth going back to listen to the episode that I did with Caitlin Kerhart. Um, she is a world-renowned numerologist. She's a 3-5 emotional manifester. It was just such a good episode. Numerology is so great for everybody, but certainly for manifestors. And in numerology, I am currently in a year six. I've moved into a year six, which is a year all about relationships. It's about relationships, family, home, magnetism. Um, and over the, the last few months of last year, as I was coming out of my five year, I was getting glimpses into my six year and what that was going to look like. So I am already well and truly in the depths up to my shoulders at this point in navigating relationships in ways that I have never, ever navigated it before to depths that I have never gone to. Um, I'm not quite in the place where I have full six line objectivity. So what I'm, what I'm doing here is allowing myself to just share the lessons with you through this podcast as I learn them. As, as I feel comfortable with each of the smaller lessons, r- rather than waiting for um, fellow line sixes, you're going to relate, like rather than waiting for that super wise guru status to hit me where I feel like, oh, yes, I understand all of the lessons now. I understand all of the purpose and now I can teach people about relationships. So I'm really allowing myself to show you a lot more of my four line here to be um, very open about the evolution of of learning about relationships in a new way and to a new level as a manifester. But additionally, in addition to that, collectively, we just came through a collective year six last year in year 2022. So 
we've just had this big collective upheaval around relationships. And now collectively we've moved into a year seven, which is about introspection. Um, It's about integration. It's about spirituality, embodiment. It's taking those lessons. It's reflecting. it's, It's moving them into something through that deep spiritual identity journey. So I'm noticing, and I have been noticing for some time that the manifestors, and I see a lot of them, obviously. So the manifestor community here, I am noticing this pattern of manifestors struggling in their relationships. A lot of you struggled throughout last year in your relationships and really have entered 2023 still experiencing that struggle. You know, I know a lot of people who are in deep conflict in their intimate relationships right now, Um, people who are really journeying through the tough stuff, a lot of like dark night of the soul relationship thing going on because now we're now we're doing the inner work right now we're saying oh okay i went through the relationship upheaval now what does it mean and the sense that i'm receiving splenic ping here the sense that i'm receiving is that manifestors have a reckoning we have a healing to be done as as a community of manifestors as a collective of manifestors We have a healing to be done around the way we approach relationships. And this makes sense, doesn't it? When we just stop and think for a moment, when we take a few steps back, of course manifestors struggle with relationships. Of course we do. Because look at our energy. Look at the energy that we hold, the closed nature of our energy. But as well as this, look at our history as manifestors. Look at our ancestral history as manifestors. We have generationally passed down wounds as manifestors around relationships, around control and trauma and being told what to do, right? We, We have a lot of work to do here. We have a lot of work to do here and I am deeply, deeply entrenched and committed to doing this work, to bringing you teaching, to journeying through this with you as a fellow manifester and creating guidance and opportunity for growth where I can. So strap yourselves in because 2023, especially here on the podcast, we are going all things relationships, all things relationships. And this is going to be exactly what we need. I promise you, this is going to be exactly what we need. Defined ego, listen to me, promise you. (laughs) This is my commitment. I will not break my promise. Today, today we're going to start out by, by really zooming out to the super big picture here. We're going to start from the outside and just move our way layer by layer further into the details of manifestors in relationships. So we're not overwhelming ourselves to start with. I want to talk about manifestors and the need to belong. Manifestors and the need to belong. This, this of course, becomes relational. But manifestors, like everyone else, have a human need. We're humans. We, we have a human need. We exist in the human world. And 
Although, although most manifestors have the experience, especially if you're a single definition manifestor as well, that makes a big difference here. But most manifestors have an experience of, I don't really need relationships. I don't feel I'm drawn to it. I don't feel like I need it. I don't feel like that's, that's oxygen to me. I feel like I want relationships. This is very, very common. This is pretty universal across manifestors. We don't need other humans. We want other humans in our lives. And for us in the context of relationships, this means that when we love someone and we choose to be in relationship with them. And and when I say relationship, I am referring to the broad spectrum, right? I am just, this is a blanket label. We are talking about acquaintances, work colleagues, friends, close friends, lifetime best friends, romantic partners, sexual partners, family members. This is just all relational connection, okay? For a manifester, when we want to be in a relationship with someone, that is our display of love. When we say, I don't need you, but I want you. I want you. I'm not I'm not ever really going to need you. But I can choose to want you. That is unsettling to a lot of people because for every other energy type there there is a, a slightly different experience. There is a, a slight need to be in relationship. I'm not going to say that everybody feels a need for relationships, not by any measure, but there is a difference to the way that manifestors experience it. And so we tend to get in these very self-critical patterns in our relationships where we think, what's wrong with me that I don't, I don't need this person. And I feel like if I really loved them, then I would need them. So why, why can't I make myself need them? And there is so much freedom so much freedom as a manifester and coming into a place of acceptance within ourselves that says, for me, need is represented as want when it comes to people in my life. I, I want my partner. I want my friends. And can I express that to them? Because I'm not going to have uh, this state of codependency. I'm not ever really going to feel the impulse to say, I, I need to have this person in my life. In fact, for manifestors, often we can get very cold. We can get very callous with our relationships because if our relationships create a lot of difficulty and a lot of struggle, and you know, for me, it's very much if you can you can have your issues, you can have your shit, but if your shit becomes my shit, we've got a problem, which is a very manifesto way to approach relationships, of course. And and when other people's shit becomes our shit we tend to cut and run. We just tend to leave and walk away because we don't need to be here. I don't need this. I don't need this. And so I can, I can disengage and walk away and be done with you forever. I have seen some of this play out with MGs as well. So I think that this is certainly something that moves through that manifest energy streak. But But here's where need does come in to the manifesto experience. We are human beings. 
Yes, we're manifestors. Yes, we live behind a closed energy. Yes, we don't really experience need in relationships. However, we are human beings as well, having a human experience in a human body with other humans in a human world. We have still, just like everyone else, we have a primal need to belong. We have a primal need to belong. This is intrinsic to us. It's built into our DNA. This is, it's visceral. This is the body. This is the body that is speaking that says, I need to belong to the tribe. I need to belong to the people in my tribe because if I don't belong, then I don't survive. If I don't belong, then I don't survive. And because we have evolved so much as a society and we no longer have, um, for most of us, you know, in the developed Western world, we are not in tribes in in the forest um, where not belonging to the tribe automatically means death, automatically means that you're not going to survive because you're cast out on your own. But still, we have this primal need to belong and it just it shows up looking different now because we we don't live in those tribal ways we don't live in those villages we don't necessarily live in communities in the same way that they used to look now we can be a lot more self-dependent we can be a lot more um, self-sufficient and independent but we still have this primal human need to belong. And the way that this presents itself in modern day is that we have a need to be recognized and valued as a human. We have a need to be recognized and valued as a human. And when we are not recognized and valued as a human in our relationships, because we need that from other people. So of course, it always comes up in relationships. When we're not receiving that in our relationships, it triggers that fear. It triggers our wounding around needing to belong. And it triggers the fear that, oh, if I don't belong here, thus, if I'm not recognized and valued here in this relationship, I will not survive. That equals a metaphorical death for me. This is where manifestors I've really witnessed in in so many and in myself, very much witnessed this in myself. This is where we start to get some cognitive dissonance. This is where we start to get some of that mental friction, right? Because we've got one energy within us saying, but I, I don't need I don't need, right? I'm not in this relationship because I need it. I'm in this relationship because I want it. And and why? Why? Because I'm now not being recognized or valued perhaps in the way that I want to be. Why do I feel like I need that? Why do I feel like I need that? These seem like two opposing forces. These seem like 
they're they're oppositional, right? That, that one does not equal the other. So we do have a dichotomy here as manifestors where we feel like in relationships we are getting pulled in two different directions. And what I've witnessed is that we are incredibly brutal to ourselves about this. We are incredibly harsh and critical and judgmental of ourselves. And then, of course, we project that on other people. We project that onto the people that we are in relationships with and say, "Mm, you are making me feel like I need you and I don't need you. So I'm out. And then we go away and we spend time in our own energy and we come back to ourselves and we enter into another relationship and the same pattern occurs. So we have to find a middle ground here. We have to find a space where our lack of need for other people as manifestors, but then our need as humans to belong, to be recognized and valued in our relationships can can fuse together. The ways that we do this, let's start getting into some practicality because you guys know I'm all about the practical application. The way that we do this is threefold. Firstly, we have to inform. We have to inform. And I want to make it really clear here that when we're informing in our relationships, this is not about telling other people what to do. Informing in our relationships is not making demands. Informing in our relationships is not saying, this is the way I need it to be. This is the way I want it to be. So that's what we're going to do. Get on board or get off, right? Manifestors can get Ooh, ooh, harsh about that. No, no, no. Informing in our relationships looks like saying, I am doing the work to identify in myself what I feel, what I think, what I want, and what I need. And I am going to hold that and know that within myself. I am going to do the work to self-regulate, to self soothe, to self-inquire. And then I'm going to bring that information to this person that I'm in relationship with. And I'm just going to inform them. I'm just going to inform them, hey, this is, this is what I'm feeling about our relationship at the moment. This is what I'm thinking is, is correct here. This is what I'm wanting out of our relationship. And this is what I'm needing And then allow that person the opportunity to respond to that energetically and verbally. Give them the opportunity to process that, to make a decision. This is all that we're ever doing with informing. This is all we're ever doing with informing, right? When we inform people rather than just the universe, when we're informing people, we are giving them the opportunity to say, hey, I'm on board. I'm on board or "Mm mm-mm. No, I'm not on board. And when we bring that into a relationship context and we're saying, I've identified what I need, right? I've identified what I need. I've identified what recognition and value looks like to me and and how I need to receive that in this relationship. And I am coming to inform you of it. Sometimes people are going to say, I'm not on board. I'm not on board. I'm not here for that. And this brings us to 
The second part of how we navigate this, we need to let other people inform us. We need to let other people inform us. This is not just the manifesto show, right? The world is not the manifesto show. We need to allow other people to inform us. Yes, inform us about their needs, about their wants, about what recognition and value looks like to them, what they desire from us in relationships. But we also need to allow them to inform us when they perhaps don't want to or are not able to give us what we have informed that we need. I have been going through a particularly particularly intense journey with this exact lesson over the last four months, specifically in one, in one of my relationships. Um, I have a very, very close, beautiful friend who is a 6'2 sacral MG. And we have circled around and around and around. We have had so many conversations. In fact, yesterday afternoon, (laughs) we had yet another conversation about this very thing because I have been in the process of getting better at informing what I need saying oh well these things that we're doing that makes me feel recognized and valued but these things that we're doing I don't feel recognized and valued and I want that to change this is how I this is how I want it to be this is what I'm feeling about that and he has been responding in saying but I I don't feel like I'm capable of giving that I, I'm not available for that. I, I don't want to, right? And in the past, I mean, certainly I would never have even gotten to this point in the past. I would have cut the, the relationship off well and truly before now. But I'm learning, guys, I'm learning. And in the past, I would have received that and said, okay, well, that's, I mean, that's over them because I'm not getting what I need and I'm not getting what I want. And um, that's, that's the end of the show, folks. But what I am journeying through in this particular relationship is allowing myself to be flexible and adaptable. I am learning to bend as a manifester in relationships. Oh my gosh, do we struggle with bending in relationships? And I'm learning it right now in receiving that informing back from somebody that I love saying, I do love you and I do value you and I do want this relationship with you. However, I am not going to, at least at the time, at the time being, I am not going to be giving you what you say you want and what you need. And that then allows me to make a decision What can I learn about myself through this? And also, can I bend in this relationship? Can I bend in this relationship? And I am proud to say, at least at this point in time, yes, I can bend. I am learning how far I can bend and still remain in integrity with myself. This is our third point. How do we navigate through making this fusion, through making this balance? It's to always come back to your sovereignty. Always come back to your sovereignty as a manifester. We each have an inner voice. All of us as manifestors have an inner voice. We have an inner state. We have an inner connection It's a beautiful thing as a manifester. This is the source of our power. This is the source of our creative urges. This is the source of our um, decision-making, our inner knowing. It's our sovereignty. 
within within that wall of our closed our closed energy, our closed aura, we have so much access to this sovereignty. And I feel where we're being stretched as manifestors is to say, yes, but how do we hold that sovereignty outside of that closed energy? When we are in a relationship and we are allowing people to move through our energy, we are informing them and we are letting them into that closed aura, can we still maintain our sovereignty here? And yes, yes, we can. What that looks like in relationships is saying, okay, maybe you can't give me what I'm saying that I want. Can I give it to myself? This primal human need that I have to belong, that is showing up as the desire and the need to be recognized, to be valued in my relationships, when I am not receiving that in the way that I want to or need to receive it in my relationship, can I come back to the sovereignty of my own energy and know that I can actually fulfill that need within myself. I can recognize myself. I can value myself. I can create the, the belonging that I need as a human within myself. And all of a sudden, that removes so much pressure from our relationships that removes so much anger within us as manifestors when we are not placing the expectation on other people around us to be able to give us what we want to be able to meet that human need to belong we let me be let me be honest let me be really frank here as manifestors we are really powerful people in relationships. We're powerful across the board, but we're very powerful people in relationships. We are a force in relationships. Our energy hits people hard. And we can have the tendency to make people dance like they are monkeys in our circus. (laughs) We can. We very much can take these roles in our relationships where we like to just push and force and shove the people around us into behaving how we want them to behave and giving us what we want to receive and making that their responsibility. We do, we do place pressure on other people to be and do what we want them to be and do in a relationship. (sighs) That's tough. That is tough to see within ourselves. That is tough to unpick and unravel and understand why we are doing that and how we stop doing that in our relationships. And and really, can we do that in healthy ways in our relationships so that people are benefiting from that? So we'll look into that further. We're going to unpack that further, but that just felt like that wanted to come through at this time. The point for today is if you're experiencing that that struggle in, I'm a manifester and I, I really don't feel like I need this relationship in my life. And yet I also feel like I, I need to belong here. I need to be recognized. I need to be valued. And what's wrong with me? 
The ways that we start navigating through that and journeying through that in our relationships is to inform. Get clear within yourself, inform. Remember, informing is taking your inner monologue and making it an outer dialogue. Tell these people in your relationships what you're thinking, what you're feeling, what you need, what you want. Then we allow people to inform us. And we allow that experience when it needs to be for that person to say, I I don't want this. I'm not here. I'm going to leave the relationship. And we need to we need to journey through that grief. And then finally, we need to come back. Ultimately, in the end, we need to come back to sovereignty. We need to come back to self and recognize that if we're not getting our needs met in a relationship, that doesn't mean that the relationship is doomed. That doesn't mean that the relationship is over. It means that there is an opportunity for us here to meet that need within ourselves, with our own sovereignty, with our own energy. And I am not saying in any way that any of this is light or that it's easy. This is exceptionally challenging. This is going to require discipline from you within yourself. This is going to result in challenging conversations, hard conversations. It's going to be emotional. It's going to bring up grief and fear and wounding. And all of those things we are going to be looking at, unpacking, talking about, and journeying through over the course of this year here on the podcast. We're, we're going to do this together, manifestors. We're doing this as a manifestor community. It's going to be really healing. It's going to be really nourishing. I am going to continue to share stories of my own experiences as I feel that I can, um, as a line six, I'm, I get very present in an experience and I need to just be present in it and process it. Um, and then when I feel I can get up and out from that experience, then I can come and tell the story. So there are some stories that I'm right, I'm right present in right now. And uh, I can't tell those stories for a little while yet, but I, I will, as we move through this year, commit to bringing as many of these applicable stories as I can so that you can see what it looks like and that you can also have that resonance of, oh, that's that's going on for me too. Um, that I'm not, I'm not alone and I'm not crazy. So I'm gonna be working really hard to allow a lot more of that intimacy into my space as a line for bringing you into a more intimate relationship with me through this podcast over the year. Okay, that is more than enough talking. We are over 30 minutes. (laughs) That's plenty for now. Please, please inform me. Please inform me. You know our pathways for informing, but if you don't, um, please feel free to um, screenshot or share this podcast, share it on your stories, tag us, share what how this landed for you, what this meant to you. Did it resonate? Did it not? Um, If you want to do that more privately, you can reach out via DM. Um, We don't have conversations back and forth on DM, but we certainly do receive those and we acknowledge those. So if you feel like you want to share your story more so with us in DMs, you can do it. Um, share, Share this episode. Share this episode. That's the best way to inform us is when you share the episode and you inform the people around you of what it is that you learned through this. So keep us informed. Keep other people informed. Let's go on a journey through relationships. 
I will be catching you in another episode really, really soon, of course. Um, But as always, until then, keep hunting for purpose. Thank you so much for spending a little bit of time with us today in another episode of the Hunting for Purpose podcast. We so enjoy having you here and whether you are listening to my insights or the wisdom of one of our other incredibly talented manifesto specialists, we really truly hope that you have taken away power, transformation and wisdom about your own manifesto magnificence. Before you go and switch off, we would be so humbly grateful if you could take the time to either leave a podcast review right on the platform that you're listening to, or if you feel like it, please do a share across your social media. We love to hear how each of the episodes is impacting you, and we love to provide an opportunity for you to inform us via social media. So please share a story or a post about this episode and tag us at The Manifesto Community. Until next time, please, manifestors, keep hunting for purpose.